How many times have you actually gone ahead and tried to do something when you you know yourself, you're probably not going to get anything out of it or you just don't feel like it's right for you, yet you sort of listen to like those external voices like friends or colleagues, mates, they're telling you you should give it a red or crack. You know, sometimes it's so important to stop being the the whole crowd pleaser and following the direction of what other people think would be right for you. Be selfish and put yourself first and, and what you feel like is right. You know, it's so easy to be like, I would love to give this workplace a go, but if you know in the back of your mind that there are certain things, certain catalysts that will that will be a roadblock for you to be able to bring out the best in you, then you've got to you've got to like sort of jump on board with that rather than listening to whatever everyone else wants from you. What do you want for yourself? And that's something that you want to ask. Hey guys, and welcome to season three, episode 30 of Couch the Mind, clearing the mind one couch talk at a time. Got a solo episode that I'm doing today. It's been a while. It's been, must've been like four or five weeks since I did last in my episode. I'm in a good place. I, I really want to start talking again. I've got some things that I'd love to share with you guys today that I think would be able, you guys would be able to get some sort of comparison from or be able to relate to. And, and that's the most important thing that I sort of try to, to bring forward to, to this podcast table is, is, is relatability, you know, just, just trying to find something or trying to find some meaning or message out of some of the things that I may be saying. But going back to what I'm saying before about sort of jumping to conclusions about what other people want from you versus what you actually want from yourself. You've just got to listen to that. Listen to that inner voice. It's the whole cliche saying of if you're waking up in the morning and you're just not feeling 100%, you're not getting that full fulfillment out of something that you're doing, is it really worth your time? You know, and, and as you get older, and I'm only 23 and I'm actually starting, I'm, I'm even starting to think this way as well. As you're starting to get a little bit older, you, you know your worth and you know that, you know, time just goes so much quicker. And <laughs> I haven't got any gray hairs at the moment that I'm aware of, touch wood, but it, it, it's, it's true. It's the whole cliche saying of time just goes so much quicker every year you get older and older and older. Like I can't even recall it being January and now it's it's almost December. Like that, that that to me is scary. And that to me is a bit of a wake up call to to what do you really want out in life? And are you waking up in the morning doing something that you actually genuinely enjoy and you're ready to get out of the bed and you're ready to go, have your coffee, have your tea and you're you're all good to go for the day. Don't get me wrong, there will be days where that's not going to happen. You know, even, even in the best of jobs, or even if you're having, your, if you got your dream job, there'll be moments where you'd be like, Oh, can you accept my annual leave? So I can, so I can go on holidays and just do my own thing and be independent or travel. We all, we'll have, we'll have times like that. That that's a, that's a dead, dead, dead given. But you know, more often than not, if it's more or less you're waking up and you're being fulfilled for what you do, that's that's something that you have to listen to, that voice rather than all the external voices. I think just remember that those external voices are just opinions. You don't actually have to necessarily listen to them as such. Um, it, but it is good to get different perspectives, you know. I was speaking to someone not long ago about the whole idea of going to see a psychologist and um, she was actually saying that this is a friend of mine... She was actually saying to me that 
she doesn't necessarily need to go. She just wants to go to get different perspective and opinion on things. And from there, it might actually branch out to, oh, this is why I react to, to such and such in this such and such way. That was what she was trying to get out of it. And, and upon going her first few sessions, she got that clarity. She got what she was after. But yeah, opinions, perspectives, you name it, you get it from all different places, all different walks of life. But it's a matter of, you know what's right for you. You might need to get a bit of clarity from what you think is right. And once you've got it, just listen to that and continue to, to look in that tunnel vision. You know, this is this is actually a massive one that I was that was actually, you know, it, it, it hit me on the back of my mind. Um, and it was something that I sort of experienced in my previous long-term relationship is you don't want to become reliant on your significant other, the person that you're seeing or dating. Reason why I say it is, once you become reliant, don't get me wrong, it, it is a, it's a standardized thing that happens when you're seeing someone is, is you kind of start to put more time into the relationship and sort of forget to go out, catch up with your mates, have your own time, have time with your family, this and that. I think the most important thing is having that sort of fine line balance where you're seeing the partner and you're spending time with them, having fun, doing everything you want to do. Time's going so quick because you're enjoying their company. And then you're having time with your family, you're having time with yourself, and you're having time with your mates. Having that fine line balance. Because, and, and I like to look at it as worst case scenario. And, and I know sometimes it's not a probably, it's not an ideal thing to think of, but realistically, sometimes we're going to have to have these conversations or thoughts and be blunt with ourselves. So this is what I'm trying to get at is if shit hits the fan, if something goes wrong and you end up splitting up with them or, you know, times get tough and you want to vent to someone and you sort of push your family away um, or the relationship you have with them is a little bit different now because you're putting more time into your own relationship, which again, it's a fair thing. Um, sometimes it's difficult to sort of connect with them in the way of talking about this is what's happening, I'm struggling with this, blah, 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 blah because you've sort of pushed them away. Much like with your mates, um, your close mates that you once had, maybe not be, they might not be as close with you now. Just because same same sort of situation. And that's when it becomes difficult, especially if you split up with them. If you split up with them, you don't have anyone to really talk to, it, it becomes really hard. And I remember in my previous relationship, that sort of happened where I pushed my mates away to a point where I really had to do a lot of rebuilding. I had to sort of connect with them again and, and you know, make sure that I they know that I have interest in the things that they're going through and then I'll be here to listen with them. You know, the whole idea of active listening. You might not necessarily have anything to to input in, in what they're going through, but you're just listening there and, and being present for them, which is exactly what I was needing at that time. And, you know, being selfish with what I was experiencing and sort of pushing them away, I didn't give them that that time to, to listen, you know, to them. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of that, a lot of active listening. Um, but I'm in a better place now. And, you know, as, as, as you go through in life and you learn about these sort of things, you, you realize that even though it's something that I don't, I don't wish upon anyone to sort of experience because I feel like it's, it's good to have all these sort of things in place. There's only so much you can do. Like, you know, people can advise, people can say, you might not know what you might sort of know yourself what's right or wrong, but you just go with the flow. But that's how you learn. That is honestly how you learn without, 
it's physically impossible to put every positive thing in place or everything in place you feel like it's going to be perfect for you, you know, without having tried this way, that way, this way. It's all a learning curve. But the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because I feel like there are some people out there that might feel like as if they might want to put more time into themselves, um, family, you know, all those sort of people. Um, And just not forget who you are as a person. Uh, You can sometimes change. You can sometimes sort of remove some of the time you you did put into yourself. Um, You know, you might be into your fitness and, and that sort of, you know, weans away a little bit over time as you do. But you know, make sure you've still always got that there, that core value of, of, of your hobby or, or what sort of gives you that, that kick when you're struggling. Um, because there's not always going to be someone there for you. You know, when times do get tough, it's like, what am I going to do to make myself happy? Am I going to go for a walk? Am I going to go out and do some photography? Or am I going to, you know, grab a few drinks with some mates or anything? Whatever, like, gets your ticker going that makes you feel like the best you. And, um, (laughs) it's, it's, it's hard to find that sometimes, but, you know, coming out of the clouds and trying to find that even at your darks of times. So, so important. I'll go back to like real, real basic. Like I'm in a flat state. I don't know how to get over this sort of phase. Uh, I can't recall who I was talking to, but I was doing an interview. It would have been a few months ago. And the gentleman that I was speaking to, in actual fact, some of my mates actually hold the same sort of opinion on this as well, is if you're in a really, really flat state, just because you've kind of lost your ways, you lost yourself, that, you know, that, that crux of crux of life is simple things can, can have the biggest impact of all. Simple things such as if it is a matter of getting yourself out of bed, because all you feel like doing all day is sleeping in bed and not doing anything and not being productive and just kind of hiding in your shell. One of the biggest things that can be helpful is just getting out of bed and making your bed. Now, for some people listening in, they might be like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> I do that every day and it doesn't make me feel better. But this isn't, this isn't to be relatable to everyone else. To everyone, sorry. This is not to be relatable to everyone. You know, the simplistic things of if you're feeling that flat, you get you getting yourself and kicking yourself out of bed, metaphorically speaking, and actually making the bed could be that one thing that could change your mindset and mood for the entirety of the day. Now, if that's something you can already do, that's awesome. But, you know, for other people, it could be as simple as I need to go for a 10, 15 minute walk just to, you know, get that endorphin kick and I'll be content for whatever happens throughout the rest of the day. That could be your fix. That could be, you know, something that sort of leads you out of that, that, um, that flat, that flat state you're currently stuck in, but it's, it's whatever works for you. Never, never, ever worry about what is beneficial for your own headspace versus what other people perceive it to be or, or how people judge you for doing that. Because you never, you don't want to stop doing something. I mean, obviously there's an extent of that. You don't want to be like, you know, reliant on like excessive drinking drugs and, and um, things that will do more harm than good to your own body. I mean, each to their own, you can have fun and what, do whatever that, it's just all in the whole, the whole moderation thing. But, it's, it's, it's kind of like 
you know what makes you happy. And if it's a matter of, you know, playing games for a little bit and it, and it gives you that, you know, throughout the day, that, and then do it. And don't, and don't worry about what other people think. Like if some people go, oh, why are you still playing games? You're in your 30s, you're in your 20s. Come on, you got to get your life together. But if that helps you get your life together, that helps you sort of, if that gives you that pick-me-up that you need, why stop doing it? Just keep doing it. <laughs> it's 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 not a hard one. Just just keep doing it. I actually here's here's a good one. I was looking at the old Lion King movie, and I'm looking at the one before they did that remake, the live remake. I think Beyonce. It was a few other singers and well-known celebrities that were a part of the new one. But if we look at the previous one that was made, far out. This is it's 2022. That would have been made like 30 between 30 to 40 years ago now. There was one quote that I was looking at. Um, it was oh, Simba was talking to. Well, actually, I need to look at this Lion Lion King characters. Here we go. This is how much I remember. <laughs> so it was when Timon was following Simba around. Simba is lost from his sort of his um, his tribe, and um, he was just talking about the idea of. You know, when when life sort of stares its eyes into your soul, what do you do? Do you give up? And there was a bit of a moment where he pauses when he's saying that and Simba's kind of like, yeah. And then before he sort of ends that segment for Simba, Timon sort of butts in and says, no, you stare it back in the eyes and say, go for it. Give me your best shot. I mean, it's not to those words, but it's to that effect. And it's a true, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good one because when we get thrown curveballs, it's very, very, very difficult sometimes to be like, you know what, I don't care. I know it's difficult right now, but I'm going to get out of this, and this is not going to be what will be defined of me. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let this affect me long term. Of course, there's time to process for things, and some things are worse than others, but. I'm not going to let this get the better of me. Like when I went through, cause I've gone through two ACL reconstructions now. And this is the weirdest thing. The first time far out, that was really, really difficult because it was a long, long time of me resting the leg. And for me, I'm always pretty reliant on exercising good for the mind, body and soul. And the idea of sitting down for so long, it, it just does my head in. The second time, I actually enjoyed it, <laughs> believe it or not. Never, I, I, I don't wish it upon anyone to have to go through it, but I looked at it as an, and if we go back to what I was sort of saying from that Lion King quote that I interpreted in my own perspective and put my own words to that quote is, I just stared the challenge in the eyes and said, you know, give me your best shot and let's go for it. And I just saw it as a, um, as a uh, moment of growth of let's see how far I can push myself and let's see, you know, how much work I can do to get myself back to a hundred percent as soon as possible. You know, not, not, not pushing it too much, but let's see how well we can do this. And it was, yeah, it was good. It was honestly a really good experience because I kind of held that that mindset for the entirety of the time, which was about ten months. And of course, like things get the better of you at times. I'd say 
it's a dead given, but it was a um, bit of a learning curve for me. Because if you, if you sort of go in there or preempt something and, and you're like, you know what, let's do this, rather than be like, oh no, here we go again, this is going to be this is going to be a difficult one. You're going to most likely hold that sort of mindset for a pretty long time until you're back to where you want to be. You know, anything, anything you go through, I think it's really important, even waking up in the morning, being like, you know what, today's going to be a great day. I know tomorrow was a bad day, but let's brush it aside. Let's get into it. Come on, let's... Let's see what we can do. Like <laughs> it's all it's all in here. It's all up in your head. However you perceive things to be, how hard you want life to be, how how um yeah, how much of a change you want from things. It's all up in here. You control that. And if you can tell yourself that even though things aren't going your way, you know that today is better than the day before or whatever it was whatever it is. You, it, it can have an incremental, it can have a massive impact on you. I'm going to bring up something that I don't particularly talk about that much because I'm just not really into the whole political scene of, um, you know, he said, she said, this is right, this is wrong. But to add my opinion and perspective on this sort of stuff, because I think it's important to sort of talk about it in a respectful manner and address it, is the whole idea of equality. As, as we know in, in this day and age, 2022, you know, like specific things like gender, you've got male, female, and then you've got um, others, you know, people that are within the um, LGBT community that um, it's so important to make them feel included in society. Uh, look, my perspective on things, and you get a lot of people that say, oh, what's with the whole, you know, gay marriage that sort of stuff, I get it. Some people are very, very old school and that's how they were brought up. I think everyone is entitled to their own opinion to a degree. So as long as your opinion is not affecting anyone or as long as you're not voicing it away for people to be like on edge, I think everyone's allowed their own opinion. Now, let me let me back this up before you, you scream at me down the mic if you don't agree with what I'm about to say, but here's what I'm about to say. So for me, I don't personally have anything against uh, a man being with a man or a woman being with a woman or if you're trans- transgender, be with transgender, transgender with male, female, bi, anything. I don't, as long as you're happy, that's the main thing is if you're in love, you're happy, that's what you want. Like that's the ultimate goal in life. You want to be happy in everything you do and you want to feel loved and you want to feel that comfort and care. That's, that's a massive priority. That's my, that's my number one priority. What I do have a problem is, is when people sort of force, force feed things down your throat that you might not necessarily agree with. So the whole idea of like, if, if you're, you know, fixed on the fence, talk, thinking about something in particular and someone sort of saying, no, this it's it's my way or the highway. That's when it gets that's 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 when I really personally struggle. So I think in 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 ret- retrospect of what I'm saying, um, in line with the stuff that I do, because this sort of th- stuff can affect people with their mental health. If you if you sort of push in one direction of of what what people want from you versus you know your opinions and perspectives on some, on, on other things, we're all entitled to our own opinion, but we just have to be so respectful of how we voice it and if we think it's going to affect other people you know better to bite bite the lip and just keep it from within 
and just go on from it. Like that that's that's my advice. It's even like if you get stuck in an argument with someone, you know, it could be a family member, it could be a mate, whoever, someone from work, sometimes as much as you want to voice your opinion and perspective on something, biting your lip and being the bigger man and walking away is better than reacting and and um, allowing that volcanic eruption effect to occur. You know, when, when it just, everyone sees red and it's just not good. Be the bigger man and walk away from situations and not, let, not allow things to get the better of you. Like people can say things like you might, this is, this, these are very standardized ways in which you could look at it. All right, people could say, all right, so picture this, you're, out, you're on a night out with mates, you're having a few drinks, and all of a sudden, you know, someone sort of murmurs something in the back of you, in the back, um, and he's, they're like, oh, they call you a C, or they're, they're looking at your, your partner in a certain way, and they say something in, um, in direction of, of, her, of her appearance. It's so easy to bite back and be like, boom, I want to vocalize what I want to say because I don't stand for this sort of stuff. But that's might, that might be exactly what they're after. They, might, they may be chasing after um, some sort of validation to start a fight. And um, yeah, just be the bigger man, walk away and uh, use that as a moment or a learning curve. Yeah. And there's another, there's another one that I wanted to sort of discuss is the whole idea of when you're because I've, I've spoken to a few people that are in relationships and or married and they've got kids and the mother's at home doing her motherly thing with the kids, you know, bathing them, feeding them, changing nappies. But from a guy's point of view or if you're, you know, it could be a girl-to-girl relationship, whatever, um, from the, from the uh, significant other's point of view, they see it as, oh, they've done nothing all day and I've been working my ass off. <laughs> And it um, that that really frustrates me that perspective because you don't know how difficult of a day they've had until you stop thinking just about yourself and being so selfish. You know the whole idea of right is opening your front door and slamming it, bang! I'm going to bring all my frustrations home from work, and I don't care how bad of a day they've had. They're going to hear from my day, blah 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 blah, and you're just spraying spraying it all at them left, right, and center. You don't really care. You just don't care about what they have to say. Yeah, if you're feeling that way, you might even need to give yourself like 10 to 15 minutes just to take a breather when you get home, have a shower. You know, it's something that I do sometimes where I'm just like, I just need to be in my room for 10 minutes. And and after that, you sort of click back into gear. You forget about the day that was and you're feeling better for it. You don't necessarily know how bad of a day they've had until you've actually asked them. So you can't, you stop being so selfish and, and actually give them a time of day to say, Hey, I've had a bad day. Blur. This is, this is it. This is all this, all this verbal vomit that's coming out of my mouth. This is me talking about my day. Now let's get the wet rags and let's wipe it away. And I'm now going to ask you, how was your day? Bang. There you go. Now you, now you, now you know, now you know how difficult of a day that they may have had. And you both got it all off your chest and then you're good. You know what I mean? Versus just take it home, bang, frustration, frustration, don't give a shit about what they have to say. And you, you, you're just not being a good person, you know? 
You're bringing the bad side out in you, which is never anything that, you know, no one wants to see that. Now, I'm going to raise, I'm going to raise an opinion on this and it may pick up some eyebrows because I know there'll be certain people that probably don't agree with what I'm about to say. But if you look at, look at like men's sport and the way that they're sort of instilled to perform or to, to sort of uphold when they're playing as a bloke, it's, it's, it's kind of bullshit. The whole like, oh yeah, just, you'll be right, get over it. You got an injury, just overcome it, continue, play hard, you know, step on the opposition's throat. It's all about being a tough man. You know, you, as long as you're bleeding from your, your head, head down, you're, <laughs> you've done a good job. That really frustrates me because you see a lot of guys, you see a lot of like NRL players, right? And the, the, the mentality that they've been taught and instilled to sort of, yeah, to have in this game, they bring it out into the real world. You know, I think it was, uh, what's his name? One of the Brisbane Broncos players, he went over to Bali and got into a bit of an altercation. Whether or not he started it, he certainly, <laughs> he certainly finished it. And it's something that they haven't been taught how to sort of, how to simmer down frustration when you're at irate. Because when they're irate in game, that's what they want to see because they push harder and they get the adrenaline fix and they're more inclined to, to, to make a good play or knock someone over, you know. It, it make sure their presence is known. There's got to be a fine line between this is sport and this is reality because the reality of it is the stereotypical bloke that is not ex- that is definitely completely polar opposite to, to to how we should hold ourselves high highly. You know, we we should hold ourselves by as long as you're respecting your partner and making sure that they feel comfortable and feel safe. And you're being the best version of yourself as well, and bringing the best version of yourself out by whatever you do. That right there, I believe, is the value of a true man, and to also always be there for their family and seeing family as their um, their highest priority, whether it be their own or their parents and siblings. That right there, for me, is the true definition of a man. It's not you know, don't back down from a fight. Make sure that you stick your chest out if someone sort of looks at you the wrong way, looks at your partner the wrong way. Um, you know, just tell them who you are and, and what you do to them because of X, Y, and Z. And being the rock and not really digging deep into how you truly are feeling internally with regards to your emotions. Doesn't matter about that. All that sort of stuff, right? Even though it might be old school, and you know, back in the day when, when the woman was home, this is this is really really old school. The woman was home making sandwiches or food for the um for the husband, and would be doing the cleaning, the proper housewife type lady, and he'd be out working, apparently doing the hard yards, and apparently the women would do anything, which is <laughs> bullshit again. But that mentality is is. As thrown out, been thrown out the window years ago. You know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't get you anywhere thinking like that. And I think the more we we perceive people as being equal, um, the better our world is. The better our world is. As a bit of a wrap up note, this is just something that I would love you guys to sort of take away. Bit of a key takeaway message, or just some sort of. Yeah, a little bit of a challenge for you guys whenever you do get a spare opportunity. And this is in direct relation to, you know, putting more time into you. You know, 
you time for you when you do get a spare opportunity. And again, I know people do long hours, whatever you do for work. Sometimes you don't know when you finish. You might have external uh, ex- external things that you've you've got to do. Whatever it is, whenever you know you can have downtime, give this a go. You know, write down something that you feel like would put your mind at rest. Forgetting about how people might think or judge you for doing it, put yourself first and give it a red hot crack. You know, it could be a matter of just lying down, putting your earphones in and listening to like crackling fire or um, the swishing and swishing of the of waves or waterfalls. That for me winds me down and, and, and puts me back in that sort of Zen mode. That's what works for me. Now, I want you guys to try and be selfish just for a little moment in time throughout your week and, and find that, find that fix, find that something that will make you feel like that will make, like it will make you sort of take, almost take a step back from everything that's happening to you right now. And that, that's the most important thing. We, we can't, we can't control everything. And unfortunately some bad things happen, but bad things will happen in actual fact. But it's a matter of, of knowing how you can step away from it for a little little moment in time, come back to it, address it again when you're feeling better. And, you know, the longer it goes on, the easier it becomes if you've got these things in place as well. That's my little challenge to you guys. Might be able to get something out of it. Again, everything I say is um, is is with a perspective. You can take it on board if you'd like to. If you don't agree with anything I have to say, I totally understand. It's just it's just my opinion and I'm just voicing it. I actually want to wrap this up by saying something quite funny and personal that, that happened that's sort of in, in my family. Because as much as it's important to talk about what I've spoken about and discussed today, I've got to end this on a funny note. <laughs> this has been way too serious of an episode. So I want to sort of have a bit of a laugh at the end and... And um, yeah, share with you a little bit more about my family. So my grandfather, um, Sammy, who's my dad's dad, he was a bit of a larrikin. So he's a um, he's from England. So my my grandparents from my dad's side from Liverpool, and then they came over to Australia. My dad was born in South Australia. My dad's dad was a bit of a goof, and he always used to take the piss. And I think it's really good that you you know sort of make light of certain situations because sometimes if you, if you don't laugh, you cry and and things tend to get the better of you. Uh, there was one time I remember when, oh, I, I actually, I don't remember, sorry, but one time my grandmother told me this and I didn't believe it at the start, but it, it is true, it's accurate. Um, they went into like a big W at Target and this is how much of a goof my grandfather was. So walking in, mind their own business, and then the service desk phone number go phone goes off. So Sammy being the Sammy that he was, oh, I'll, I'll pick it up. No one's going to answer it. And he picks it up and goes, "Hello, this is this is Sammy from Target. How can I help you?" And 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 he 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 plays the part as a service desk operator. And he and and the person on the phone's asking for something in particular. <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got something in stock." Puts him on hold, grabs an associate, and tells him. Oh, sorry, mate. Just letting you know that I just picked up the phone and <laughs> and someone watched such and such. But he was just a he was a crack up. He was a he was a crack up. They um yeah, my grandparents owned this 
this sort of side shop, like an IGA, like a Chris's IGA, if you're, if you're familiar with um, the uh, South Brisbane area or just any sort of local small shop that sells fruit, you know, y- your bare essentials. Anyways, remember there's another time where this guy walked into the shop, shit you not, had shirt off, massive snake around his neck, and he just looked at my grandfather and said, He's like, I am Gonzalez. And my <laughs> And another thing about my grandfather is he would just say it for what it is and he'd be like he just looked this guy dead straight in the eyes, nose just no smirking, like proper serious, and says, I don't give a fuck who you are. <laughs> I don't give a fuck who Gonzalez is. You can fuck off my shop, mate. Fuck off with that snake. And you yeah, you had to when he said it, it was just so fucking funny because it didn't even phase him. The guy didn't get phased about anything in life. He just saw everything as a joke. And yeah, there were flaws, but it was just so funny. And I think we can take, you know, it's a little takeaway note that we can all sort of see is, you know, sometimes it's just better to laugh at things and just take things so seriously because, you know, things, life can just be so hectic at times and, and having a little moment where you just you know, you're uncontrollably laughing and you fall off the chair because it's that funny and you're crying of laughter and, and, and begging to yourself that you don't piss your pants because you're that happy and fun, you're laughing that much. Like, there are moments that you can cherish and look back on forever and you can you can share these memories with your family and, you know, if you have kids, you can share them with your kids. Like, it, these are so important to have. But yeah, guys, that was uh, season three, episode 31 of Couch in the Minds, clearing the mind one couch talk at a time. I will lead you guys to it. I've taken up about 35 minutes of your time. <laughs> Hopefully it's uh, time that was taken up, which is good. Don't have to like it. Just an opinion, just a perspective. Enjoy the rest of your day, guys. And, and um, I hope that you listen in again soon. If you guys enjoyed this episode and you're after more Couch in the Mind content, Feel free to check us out on Spotify, Instagram, TikTok, and many other audio platforms. And as always, guys, if you need anything, feel free to message me on the Catch in the Mind Facebook page. Thanks again for tuning in.